Roger, Roger. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Roger, Roger. As always, I'm Derek. This is Charles here, guys. Super excited to get into yet another very exciting episode of the mm-hmm. Roger, Roger podcast. And a very exciting episode of the Bad Batch 2, last one of season one. Long time coming. I know. Can you believe it, guys? The last Bad Batch Tuesday. Here we are. Can't believe it. 16 weeks. Has it really been that long? Yeah, it's kind of nuts. I know. It feels like we started the show along the time of Bad Batch, right about to come out. It's like, have we really been recording that long? so much has happened yeah right <laughs> that's that's crazy so the show has uh about the same length as bad badge maybe a couple more weeks but still not much not much so this is a milestone for us our first complete star wars saga basically for the show it was bad badge finished and done i know it's it's hard to believe that star wars tv has moved as fast as it has you know we, we had all of these predictions all these speculations all these hopes and dreams and here we are now but the good news is almost completely wrong <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah we were hoping for a big yeah. gesture at the end and there really wasn't and we should get into that our predictions from the beginning wow we could not have been more incorrect <laughs> I know, I but know. I feel like it got a lot of people too. It really did. I don't think anybody uh, saw where this was going. I, yeah, it's true. I, I, I just think like be, because how Mandalorian ended its latest season, and then they announced this. I think people were looking for a similar kind of flash and pizzazz at the end of this season because we had such huge reveals and announcements Big, and yeah. things coming off of Mandalorian season two. And this is the first show that we're getting to follow that. Really that's that's new. There was the Clone Wars stuff, but mm-hmm. this is like the next new show. So I thought, you know, and I think a lot of people thought that there were gonna be a lot more like big guest appearances, yeah. grand sweeps of do you know what the general consensus on the finale is you know i think most people are like and this is the sentiment i have my review is great episode not so great finale yeah okay that's i could see i understand i thought the episode was quite good but it, it left me being like that's the season finale i feel like there's so much more we could do i'm like that big finish, that spectacle, it, it ended fine, but I, I think I was hoping for more from a Star Wars finale, you know, something more climactic, I guess I would right. say. I'm trying to remember how the end of Mandalorian season one ended. Was that a huge... Mandalorian season one? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, see, here's my my review. Like uh, like you said, uh, it's a great episode. It's very emotional. You get to uh, the characters. It's a very small, like kind of uh, what, what do they call it? A bottle episode. It's just the characters interacting. There's obviously action and stuff too, but it's all very 
small. It feels condensed. And I, uh, I really liked it. You get a lot of character interactions. But uh, like you said, there was no huge drop. There was no grand setup for next season. Right. And that's kind of fine with me. It, you know, I was hoping for something crazy and big and a big plot twist for next season. But that's not really what the Bad Badge was about. And I feel like we kind of should have known that. Right. I mean, they did. I think they knew what kind of show they were doing. Like, I don't think they wanted to do these pulp, pop culture headline smashing, like yeah. Luke Skywalker in the Bad Batch. I think people would be like, what? What? Yeah. Like, what show is this exactly? It has. Yeah. It's it's a small show about these characters and people come in and out, but it's not a. Uh, it's not. It's a more. Yeah, it's not Obi Wan, you know. Star yeah. Wars fans, you know, they're. I do think they're going to bring in some of these bigger people eventually, line, but I do yeah. get where they're coming from. Of like, look, this is a show about the Bad Batch characters, yeah. and we'll bring in Rebels characters and Clone Wars characters, and and build on that lore. But this and is like, not the Luke Skywalker yeah. dramatic appearance show, and narratively and thematically it makes sense this was as much as i love huge drops and i would have loved seeing ahsoka i mean that's some crazy stuff that everyone's going to love but thematically and narratively this makes a perfect sense for the ending you know it really does so any you know i could be a little let down because i was kind of expecting stuff that was just me expecting stuff um but from a I guess review point of view. Uh, I think it, it makes perfect sense. This is kind of how the season should have ended, in my opinion. And that's not, I don't think I would have said that earlier in the well, you season. <laughs> you know, and I didn't because right, right. but watching where you know what the show was actually about and seeing the bad batch try to find their footing in the galaxy and crosshair and you know omega it's it kind of makes sense and i i think it is a fitting ending for the season and here's a meta thing that i kind of thought about mm-hmm. i don't think the bad batch it, the bad batch is the first wave pretty much of these new star wars shows and movies it wasn't supposed to be i'm pretty sure andor and another show were supposed to come out first way back when when they announced mm-hmm. all this stuff yeah. i think they bumped this up because they could do voice acting and then uh, and uh, mm-hmm. animation yeah. right but I and I think maybe uh, Andor or something else were bigger reveals. There might be something crazy planned for that. And this was its own thing. So I don't know. I think from a general, pers- like meta perspective, this was not the big drop to hook everybody in on this wave of Star Wars. This was a story about these characters finding their way in the galaxy and having a hard time at it. Right. You know. So that yeah. that's kind of my review. I think that's fair. You know, I think a lot of what happened here was they were making a statement of like this series is more contained than something like the Mandalorian will be, which is kind of funny because the Mandalorian, the whole point of it was that it was it's contained and had no ties. And then they dropped all these appearances in that second season. We got so many characters that appeared. We got. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers for season two of Mandalorian. You've been warned. We've got Ahsoka. We've got 
Jango Fett. We got Luke Skywalker. You're like, whoa. Boba. Bo- oh, yeah. Boba. Django. Right, Django. Django dead a long time ago. They look that would so be interesting. Similar, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, that was like coming right off of that. And then, you're like, right. wow, what, what, what more are they going to do? And the only thing, because I thought this was a very good episode for a lot of reasons. So it looked great, sounded great. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, one of the things that did right at certain times, not every time, was the stakes of like, oh, like they might not actually save this robot or whatever. You know, I thought some of those stakes were very. Oh, I horrible. believed they would have killed somebody off. I, I felt that, which yeah. is not something I would really have said from a Star Wars show. I feel you like know, that's in a hard thing to do with Star Wars. Yeah, in the Clone Wars, really especially. Like there's a sense of stakes. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the last episode, we didn't really think that they all died in a fiery explosion, you know, even right. though it, it faded to black on the cliffhanger. So right. I thought this episode and maybe when we get more into the plot i think it did it well multiple times in this episode and yeah it just felt like the end of an era for the bad batch as a team seeing them back there and watching that whole place sink to the ground r.i.p camino you know all of that it was very successful in doing and i enjoyed that i i just still feel like it wasn't a it spectacle. It would have been served to have more of this spectacle, more of this climactic feeling. It didn't need it, though. And that's the thing that I'm, like, right. coming around to is, like, they made the finale yeah. that they wanted to make, needed to make, and it's great. But I the I don't think it needs the more right. pomp and circumstance. Oh, right. No, see, I, I'm fine without that because I said last episode, I'm like, I don't see this having a drop. Yeah. Our last hour episode. I don't see they're going to, it's not going to be crazy. It's going to say small scale. And I was right about that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would have liked maybe a little more of a tease for next season. That's it. And that could have just been showing something uh, maybe when uh, Nala say walked into whatever room she was going in, or yeah. if that uh, new scientist said something a little more specific, that's it. I would have, that yeah, is for me that's the only change i would make interesting mm-hmm. i did enjoy that but it's not quite it's obviously intriguing but it's not like oh i could see you know speculate about where this is going it's yeah. it's not a, i would have liked just a tiny bit more of that kind of uh dialogue or just right. a scene um location yeah, even then, like that's when it, the bad batch splits up with crosshair it's like crosshair this is your your last chance and he's like i've made my chance with, with my choice with the empire Mm-hmm. And then they just are all standing there and then they just leave. And that's the scene. Well, that's right? kind of how it would happen, though. That's why I really like yeah, it. You know, true. it's they stop fighting. They're kind of like, well, if we want different things, we don't have to be enemies and we'll go our separate ways. Just stop trying to kill us. <laughs> and right. I think that's going to I mean, they're going to obviously cross paths quite I bet a bunch, but um, that's how it would happen. They don't want to fight each other. They really don't. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, and in fact, I think they all want to be on the same team again, but they can't right. for a couple of different reasons. Yeah, a couple big reasons, like not real. I mean, I think it's more pride and emotional reasons than anything. True, but yeah, I, I think Crosshair also. You you get the full sense of their dynamic here of like, oh, I'm you know I could be the leader here and he's like you're taking orders from like you're letting the kid call yeah. the shots like all all these other things you can mm-hmm. tell that he's trying to move past that and he thinks he's at like the next stage you know in terms of like, right. power and 
career advancement and all these mm-hmm. other things. It's like I'm not your like sidekick anymore. I'm not mm-hmm. the guy that just I'm not gonna follow really your well. orders. Yeah, I'm not just the right. sharpshooter, yeah. Right. I, I'm the commander now, yeah. but also I think I, I just I think he would like to be back on the Bad Batch for sure. But I don't think I think, but like you said, the prideful reasons where he thinks he's above them now, or he doesn't want to be taking orders anymore. That's one reason. But another one is that if he like he has to admit that the Empire is wrong, and I have to switch sides essentially not because the bad batch is kind of like a weird neutral but he has to admit that the empire is bad and he doesn't want to be a part of them and and defect basically and one he doesn't like defecting he had a problem with it originally two if he admits that to himself he has to like like acknowledge and feel responsible for all of the crazy horrible things that he's done right now yeah right now he's like i'm following orders this is for the better uh the betterment of the galaxy um the empire is going to rule everything and i will be a part of their success and they're going to change the galaxy for the better and if he says if he admits to himself and to everybody else like yeah they're nuts i I need out he's like well i killed a bunch of innocent people and i assassinated a senator but i know that's I consider him dead. I know there's, he's not that good of a sharpshooter that he can snipe somebody in the head and they're fine. That was just a continuity thing. My head cannon <laughs> is he's dead. Oh yeah, there's that novelization that he's in that he needs to be dead. I know, and I, I'm not about that. I, I, in my opinion, he's dead. I don't care about a novelization. He got sniped. <laughs> he was meant to be sniped and killed. That was it, just a, a felony continuity thing. Yeah, it was a continuity thing. It's fine. But yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I always felt like Crosshair had committed some irredeemable acts at the beginning of the season. And I mm-hmm. never felt that he could fully come back. And one of the things that I liked about oh, yeah, these yeah. last two episodes, this two-part finale that we got, was we did get to see a lot more of Crosshair's point of view, which I felt like we never fully understood the whole show we just assumed he was under the influence of the inhibitor chip and then all those super effects that they hacked right. into his brain right so to get these moments at the end where it's like oh my chip was removed i am a super soldier and i want to be continue to be a super soldier right. and the empire's like doing some really great stuff and i can be at the front of doing all that great stuff and i'm obviously genetically superior to everyone so why shouldn't it be me and yeah. that, that was all very interesting. And then the other interesting part was like, can we just have to acknowledge that the leadership in the Bad Batch is not that great. And <laughs> they no, kind of let Crosshair down a little bit. And they've made plenty of mistakes. Uh, I They're all good intentioned and they're all very capable. But Crosshair brought up some great points. He's like, you left me and then you found out and you... Like didn't come yeah, back. he's hurt. Yeah, yeah, and all these other things, and he he's got a point there where it, it kind of crosses the line from it's like he had his own inhibitor chip removed. It's like, at what point in the timeline did that happen? Yeah, well, that's like supposed to be vague. Things, yeah, but I feel like not knowing those things really takes away like what decisions was he consciously making and what was good soldiers follow orders like it's so intentionally vague yeah (laughs) no it's obviously intentional it's a guy there's it has to i don't know what the end game of this is but it has to be something because we still have like gregor and his crew i think it was gregor 
um and his crew hauser as well hauser it was hauser not gregor yeah uh and they just were like eh, we, we don't feel it anymore and yeah, now crosshair figured sense to me still. right I so was hoping that they would explain yeah, no, that there's more. there's something that is intentionally vague that we'll find out and eventually even like in this episode there was a clone trooper who you know the clones are ordered to fire at camino he's like camino was destroyed <laughs> yeah know? you could tell that, he was like mm-hmm. he wasn't ha- we well, was talking to rampart if you guys totally don't remember about it yeah on the yeah. yes exactly on the destroyer talking and to he rampart. was one of the the only other clones we saw basically it was tk's besides him mm-hmm. um yeah <sighs> yeah so it's all that stuff with the inhibitor chip and we'll what, see what happens with that and working i would I see more of that to get through to, to it'd be a little more invested yeah crosshair. i agree but i liked it as it was and i, I like their dynamic i like crosshair as the vegeta type of the show yeah you he's know, a great that. character his dialogue is great his um i guess emotions and his uh, the why he's driven it's all great and specifically like you said about vegeta i have another i mean vegeta was redeemed later in not only gt and super and all of that stuff but by the end of z even before the end of z like, the like first saga of z almost well the second saga yeah i, I would say <laughs> he was less of oh i wouldn't say so i would say he wasn't a good guy on paper until mid cell mm. he was still a psycho but he still messed stuff up in the cell saga I, right, but I he was all fighting for the spoilers the, here for the the boost. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I think is what he honestly did fully redeem himself. Right, but it took a while. Himself. But he was changed to the good side. I say early cell and was committed to the good side mid cell, and he was still sketchy up until the end of um, when he died in in the Majin era. Mm-hmm. But he was redeemed, and he was way, way, way worse than Crosshair. <laughs> That's true. Like Vegeta is straight up genocide. He's blowing up. Pl- I mean, he didn't blow up planets, but he he, he is way worse. Right. He's done. Way- and he was he enjoyed it. He was a psycho. Crosshair yeah. is a little bit more of a. Uh, I I think Crosshair is fine in my book. He's more of like I say a better comparison is like Shadow the Hedgehog. He's going <laughs> to be on the Hedgehog. Hedgehog, right? He's got a gun too. Now we just need, he needs a bike because um, yeah. he's going to be like on the outskirts of the Bad Batch. They're going to intersect every once in a while, and he's going to be like, "Oh, Crosshair, I'm angry. Am I, am I, I am, you right. or am I fighting you? It's right. never always." But he's going to. They're always going to kind of be on the same side. I think they're going to have little. Every once in a while, they might go at each other again, like a Vegeta Goku thing. Yeah. But they're going to be either working towards maybe not the same goal, but. Like they'll end up in a circumstance where they have to help each other and they'll be like, well, now I have to go because, you know, we're not part of the same group. I'm a loner Yeah. with this giant empire I'm a part of. of, Like Crosshair sacrificing himself in the 11th hour for his redemption, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that he's sticking around and it sounds like he's going to be an integral part of season two without necessarily being the big bad, which is also interesting. It's, yeah, no, I think yeah. he's going to slowly work his way closer to the Bad Batch, maybe rejoin them eventually, or, you know, die in a blaze of glory. <laughs> work alongside them, something yeah. like that. But yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to see more crosshair, and I'm looking forward to his motivations being even more fleshed out 
than they were. I feel like just these only last two episodes, we got to see his true motivations get fleshed out. And they just felt so fast. So to see him in action in season two, I'm very mm-hmm. excited for that. Um, some other breakthroughs in this episode, we get the confirmation that Omega is older than the Bad Batch. Yeah, which we, we speculated on that. puzzled that out, but we weren't 100%. But it's like she's probably older than them. And is she aging at a slower rate than average? Or is she aging at the average rate? It sounds like uh, my guess is she's aging normally. Yeah. Because she's a couple of years younger than Boba. And she's right around the age of the Rebels characters. Mm -hmm. Where they'll grow up to be. So I think she's just aging normally. And... Uh The Bad Batch is just aging like normal clones. So they're, I guess, 10 years old and Omega's like 12, something like that. I wonder (laughs) if she has a canon age. Yeah, I wonder if she does. I'm not entirely sure. We can Google her while we we talk here. But it's it's interesting and and it makes sense. It's kind of funny to think of Omega as being older, even though uh, the rest of the Bad Batch tries to protect her a whole lot of the time and mm-hmm. i mean that's because they are they aged faster so yeah I, I just thought that was an interesting development and there were so many of those pods it begs the question if there are more genetically enhanced clones or like failed clone projects that are out there in the world like what does omega know what is the full extent of her relationship with Nala Say? I feel like Omega never talks about her. I find that quite odd. And that she's down to save everybody, but avoids the topic of Nala Say. Well, there was that scene in, I think it was the last episode where somebody, oh, maybe it was this episode where, uh, I guess it was this episode. AZ said um, everybody's been uh, either eliminated or the science personnel has been taken off. And then she was obviously thinking about Nala Say. And I think Wrecker said, you know, are you okay? She's like, it doesn't matter. Thinking about Nala Say, it doesn't matter. We have to save Hunter. Oh, that, was, that wasn't this episode. It was the last one. But I, I think she cares about her deeply. But there is a reason why she doesn't want to talk about her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, is that just because she was ripped away from her and it's raw and she doesn't want to talk about it? Could be. Maybe there's something deeper. Maybe they have an understanding. You know, I feel like maybe they have a plan because Nalasei's purposely wanted the Bad Batch and Omega some contingency. Gone. Maybe. Yeah. So I and she I, helped them in, and Omega escape, and she's been keeping her mouth shut. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they, right. since she's a, a little older than the Bad Batch, so maybe they have set to, something like, up. Get herself killed to rescue a robot that they can just go back for later. <laughs> it's. it's it's, I don't think AZ had anything to do with it. I think she just... No, that's, but what I'm saying is if she's willing to try and save a robot, even when it's obvious that she'll just die trying to save the robot, but she's going to try anyway, why I would think she that just, just was crappy turn writing. her back on Nalase? <laughs> well, she didn't turn her back on Nalase. There's no way they could save her, I guess. Yeah, they don't know where she's... Be- she behaved they, around Hunter or Sid. Yeah, but they knew where Hunter and Sid were. Nalase has been taken to a secret mountain base that we don't even know where that is, you know. And they didn't go back for Crosshair because they deemed it too dangerous, I guess. They could have went for Nalase much earlier, but I guess they didn't know the Empire took over Camino completely until later. It's, I'm just coming up with answers, but... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I just, fi- I just find their relationship, the Nalase-Omega relationship, to be quite odd. Yeah. Given that Omega has such a connection with even the most evil people that she meets, that she doesn't really seem to talk about or have a connection to Nalase, even though it seems like they work together quite a bit. I think that's on purpose. I think she doesn't like talking about her because she it upsets her a lot. Mm-hmm. That's uh, We've seen it a couple of times throughout the the season that when it comes up, she gets quiet. And, it, you know, I, I think that's just because she misses her. She was a motherly figure and she doesn't want to talk about it because there's nothing she can do and she needs to focus on something else. Right. right. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, well. I'm I'm on Wikipedia, by the way, our good friends over at Wikipedia, on the Omega page, and there's no mention of an age on her page at all. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe she does not have an official canon age. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, why would they commit to such a thing? Right. We don't know what her greater Although, future of Star Wars is. What about, uh, look up like Hunter or something. Maybe we can see his canon age and we know it's a year or two bigger than, older than that. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Let's take yeah. a quick peek here. Unless she's aging really slowly. That'd be weird, but I don't mm-hmm. think so. Because she doesn't seem enhanced. I don't think she is an enhanced clone. I think she might be. She clearly has this uh, I don't think sense so. of strategy. Um, I think that's just because she was raised at a normal pace under the tutelage of Nalase. I don't think that has any... I mean, look at Boba. Boba's, he becomes one of the greatest bounty hunters in the galaxy. He's not enhanced. He's just, you know, went crazy and <laughs> decided to become the best bounty hunter. You know, I uh, I think, and they said she has like pure genetic material from remembering correctly. I think she's just who she is. Hmm. And I maybe that comes into play because that's like a thematic thing. Be like, oh, why are you taking orders from Omega? She's not even superior. And like, well, nobody's superior. Crosshair, look at you. You got burnt up and lost. <laughs> so maybe that could be a, a something for season two. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. But I mean, according to the Wikipedia page, she says Omega was an enhanced human female clone created mm. from the genetic template of the Mandalorian bounty hunter Jango Fett, who lived in the years following the Clone Wars, originally created as a pure genetic replication of Fett. She was a medical assistant to Nala Se and spent her days working in Topoka City on the clone homeworld of Kamino. So- Citation needed. I don't remember. I don't know if she's enhanced. Well, there's also, you know, in that sentence, it says she's enhanced. In the next sentence, they said originally created as a pure genetic replication. Right. Yeah. I, is I, she enhanced or is she a pure genetic replication? Mm-hmm. Like you can't I think both. this is contradictory uh, right out of the bat. Yeah. I don't, I think this is just conjecture. Hear, yeah. Hearsay. Yeah. Because who knows? That's, yeah. But that's my guess. I think she's uh, as close to Boba because that's what it, they implied. There has been no implication. In fact, there has been more proof that she's not enhanced throughout the entire season and that she is pure than anything. They even said that. So that's my guess. I mean, we had some wild speculations that she may have been force sensitive or a mimic or something, but. uh, Well, then, hey, maybe that shows up eventually because that's what I'm, my money's on. That's what Nala says up to. Something like that. That's her end game somewhere. 
for, or at least will be. That's the Empire's endgame for her. I think they're trying to create, they're trying to perfect the cloning process uh, on the whims of the Emperor, who you know, right. loves clones and everything. Yep, wants so, some extra bodies. That's right. So, yeah, it's possible. I just thought that that was an interesting development for the Bad Batch as well. Um, I mean, what else happens? We have the whole thing with their escape, and Omega tries to save Crosshair, which mm -hmm. was... And, with and the I help of AZ, yeah. The help of AZ. Uh, the whole time they were you know, teasing AZ's power failure, I was like, this robot's going to die. And... Uh, <laughs> Like, of course, like, again, when we talked about stakes, they show Ahsoka, like, almost drowning. I'm like, well, she's not going to drown. They're obviously going to save her. But I wasn't sure about Crosshair. I wasn't sure about AZ. Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Poof, Omega. Oh. <laughs> dying from a head cold over here. Nothing makes sense anymore. Um, yeah, Omega. Thank you. Yeah, like, I knew. Well, that, running. yeah, that scene was a little silly. The, the fact that that thing would be so, trapped under the, open the door so perfectly. Like, oh, no, I was talking about later, but. Oh, yeah, no, but that, no, that actually, I was fine with that scene. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, I was fine with it too. Because again, this whole idea of like Crosshair saving AZ and it's like now we're even. Like, yeah. It's like, you can it's like that something Shadow would say. Yeah. Now we're even. Yeah. Sanic. And he would also like stand like that and like look over his shoulder. Gotta go fast. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, now we're even. He wouldn't even like turn right. around and face them. <laughs> exactly. On this tiny, tiny platform. Yeah. So yeah. that is true. Very shadow esque of Crosshair. Indeed. Um, oh, Omega yeah. had some. She's got some sweet hair in this episode in the last one. Not the Lego oh, yeah. hair anymore of the Clone Wars. <laughs> she got some physics in, to her hair. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Wet. Yeah. I can, yeah. can they give her armor, please? Like, this is the last time. They, I know. I, there were some scenes going down in the last episode, and this one, like, debris was falling, she was falling, and I was like, man, she really needs... And they have armor. some serious armor. I guess they have to buy it. You know, they have no access to it. Kid she can armor. She can get as much money as she needs. Yeah, that's true. She Apparently, needs armor. I mean, she was able to pay off their debts. To yeah, why don't they just people. go to that casino planet and live like kings yeah go just to give them <laughs> go into any planet really or like no. build a new world on camino though camino doesn't look like it's that much fun honestly now it's fun. got some kaiju and pipes <laughs> yeah. the kaiju pipe stuff was fun I yeah it. well they could have just run down the pipe of, it reminded me of qui-gon's you know there's always a bigger fish yeah <laughs> when i saw that massive mm -hmm. kaiju fish um and that was another one where it's like Oh, I'll divert the powers. Like, I can Star Wars get past like robots putting a screwdriver in a hole and that can do anything? I, I feel like we're past that now as, Not as really. writers in the modern age. It's like, as we need more from you, Star Wars writers, than, oh, and then they go to an access port and beep, boop, beep, they turn it around and it makes the elevator go or it makes the power come back on or it makes the trash compactor stop or it makes the kaiju get like zapped. distracted and, and zapped and want to run away or it does all these other thousand other things yeah we got a lot of things to work with it's like let's be done with this this is a crutch guys let's move on yeah but whatever this was a minor one they got the power back but the next scene like their idea to 
to. Uh, I thought that was a fun idea. It yeah, was kind of cool. Yeah, go in the pod yeah. and be like, "Hope we don't die as we float to the surface." <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought that, that was, was a great idea. It and was, that yeah, had it was some clever. Real stakes to it. I really did like. Not that I thought any of the Bad Batch was going to die in this scene, but I was like, "Oh, well, you know, they could get in some real danger here." That or hurt, could or die like actually hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I was a hundred percent sure AZ was dead. That I because I, right? I was like, who cares? He's yeah. done. <laughs> so I'm super, yeah. And they were like, oh, the power of my, I'm on yeah. my emergency power yeah. cells or all that stuff. And you're like, oh, he's a goner. <laughs> yeah, they just brought, I was like, oh, they just brought somebody back to be expendable. This is going to be the feels. Yeah. yeah. And no, they got him. I know. So that I thought that was well done. Well, and then, you know, they don't need, they, so now they have Echo, Gonk, and AZ. <sighs> Too many. I know. They're, they're getting up there. Think of all the access ports they could have access to now. They're going to be <laughs> That's not good. unstoppable. Too much of a I mean, crutch. the reason that they have like a perfect mission success rate as the Bad yeah. Batch, you know? So, yeah, it, it, it was fun. I enjoyed that scene. Also, oh, and just, yeah, go before, ahead. while we're still down there, before the tube, um, I like that, uh, not Echo, um, Crosshair, immediately when he comes to from being like, unconscious he goes what have you done like he's blaming the bad pets for the giant explosions that are going on because yeah. it like would be them yeah uh, so i i just be. thought that was a nice little touch yeah that and i do like funny. there was that line where he's like oh we're taking orders from children now but then mm -hmm. hunter like slam dunked on him was like you got a better idea <laughs> yeah it's like everybody you know is trying to kill us yeah you know? and he's like well we're following her idea because yeah. it's better than anything you've contributed to the team. And them, they're not here. great at it either. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I thought that was like a good slide. He said down. something like, um, you know, all those missions together and you threw it all away too. And then they, they had a really good back and forth yeah. while they're uh, confined in this space waiting to die. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And just like the uh, delivering again home on this end of an era. This whole season was about like about change and the end of a, the end of a time in your life and the beginning of a new one and yeah. like old friends become new enemies and and then just also coming back to, to Camino and watching it all sink to the ground and yeah. seeing it abandoned and seeing those lights turned off and being dark and it's like we don't associate Camino Camino's like bright white heavenly and yeah. sterile and it was all damaged and angled mm -hmm. and lights were blinking and, and water was coming in and it really felt like they yeah. did an incredible job at nailing that and to run with era. that theme of things falling apart yeah. basically crosshair is in the the he's not moving along with this change he's, this change is the worst on him now his friends could have helped him they tried to, but it didn't work. And he is still trying to convince, pull them back in. He's trying to, he is taking up the role of somebody yeah. who's upset. He's not sure. He feels forced into this situation. And he's still trying to be like, hey, join the empire. Right. He says it, I think, three times in this episode. <laughs> There's something uh, endearing about the way he just wants things to continue as they were before yeah. because he liked being a member of an elite squad, but he also liked being with his brothers. Yeah, know? he missed, they were his family and his friends. about that, even though yeah. he's talking about joining the Empire, which is yeah. the most evil thing you can do in Star Wars. He's he's still coming from a place of, you're exactly right, Derek. He want, he's the most resistant of these changes. He's the one that wants to continue to be a soldier, right. 
reporting to the governing body and all this for the Bad Batch is, is growing upon. And I think that's mostly less to do with wanting to be a soldier. And that's kind of just how he's framing it for himself. I think what he really wants is how do I make, how do I figure out how to live happily, happily in quotes, but yeah. with my family again. And he can't figure out how to do it any other way than this. And he's too proud and too resisting and too kind of afraid of changing anything. And, you know, after getting zapped how many times, I don't blame him. And even yeah. for somebody just going through a big change in their life, this is that's a big thing for anybody, not yeah. to mention crosshair. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a huge deal. And it's the integral part of the show. The whole show, the whole point of it is yeah. the end of an era, the changing of times, this weird flux in time that kind of gets brushed over in history in history books right it's like there's this age and then there's that age but what was the transition like it was mm -hmm. complicated for a lot of people and the show nailed that in so many ways from the music to the character relationships to the settings and it all comes to a head when we come back to Camino where we started this show basically we didn't actually start there but we were in camino in the first episode right. and, and spiritually it was we started with a hundred thousand yeah. more on the way exactly we started you know? there spiritually for sure and clones were still eating the mess they were training on the training grounds yep. there were still robots around like all, that was where we started and now it's like you don't even recognize it anymore and that's all gone this desolate mm -hmm. so in, I also thought ways, it was. I oh. thought it was a great episode and a great, yeah, you know, and a decent end to a season of television. I, if you're gonna keep people satisfied for a whole year, I would think you'd end a little more exciting. Yeah, but it, I get that but from the modern it, it TV sense. Yeah, but it didn't. It, that would have it. It might have felt out of place. This is kind of what the ending of the Bad Batch season one should have been. And obviously, I would have liked a huge spectacle with a crazy drop. But after the because, again, it was a two part finale, not a three part arc. It was this is the way this the finale was going to happen. It felt right. They would have had to start setting something up much earlier. Yeah. So it would have felt shoehorned in, in my opinion, unless they restructured the last maybe six episodes. And that's kind of what I thought was going to happen originally. I'm sure I would have loved that. But the way that, yeah. that it played out, I'm absolutely fine with. Yeah. Uh, ex yeah. And one thing I wanted to mention, it was uh, I thought it was funny that Omega got her own tube just <laughs> for the plot device. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because obviously she would have been one with somebody else, so they didn't all have to squeeze in. <laughs> She's the smallest one. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was funny, though. Yeah, I guess Hunter and Crosshair bumped up, right? That was the one. That right, which <laughs> makes no keep, sense. I think he's like keeping him at gunpoint, you know, make sure like no funny business kind of a thing. But even then you would. was like their prisoner. Fair, but then you would put like Tech, because he's the skinniest with, and get, let, let, uh, let Echo have his own tube. You know, <laughs> it's just a little, I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was kind of funny and. It's like, so, oh, yeah. obviously something's going to go horribly wrong right. here. <laughs> but it. But they, I think that was man. a great scene. They, uh, Crosshair, Omega did that. It was so stupid. Once you realize you couldn't pull AZ because he's a really heavy robot, she should have just let go and floated up. For me, up, I'm like, like, can't you just get in the ship and then fly down to the seafloor and pick him up? You can't bring a ship underwater. Why not? 
because it's not a spaceship. I mean, it is a spaceship. <laughs> it's not a, uh, you know, it's a. Spaceships a, can't go in the water. No way. No, they are absolutely made, not made for that. They're made for very minimal amounts of pressure. And underwater is the complete yeah, opposite. I'm sure they had some kind of tool they could have used. To he would have rusted out and it would have broke him. Rusted out? He's already in the water. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but for... Okay, yeah, they probably could have saved him. But would they go back to Camino? Obviously, the Empire is coming back to pick up Crosshair. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if they would have come back. He was dead. Yeah, I mean, look, I thought they were just going to leave him there and be like, R.I.P.A.Z. But That's what I thought. And then... But- Crosshair yeah, does a, a sweet thing. shot, saves yeah. him. All and the second they cut back up, all the guns are on Crosshair, which is funny. <laughs> so, but I think they're starting to trust him now, at least a little, that he's not totally crazy and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, then more we got more sad shots of uh, Topoca City, which yeah. some for some reason reminds me of Bubble Tea. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Oh, that's why. <laughs> I I was like, there's an association there, but I'm not sure what it is. The tapioca pearls yeah, that's, at that's the why. bottom of bubble tea. It was just like in the back of my head. I'm like, why do I keep do thinking I of bubble, bubble tea right now? I know. I'm talking about tapioca city. <laughs> <laughs> that, tapioca there you go. City, you, it yeah. sounds like a, like a Mario Kart course or something. It does. <laughs> yeah, that's after Moo Farms. Yeah, Moo Farms, Cheese Land. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tapioca, Tapioca City. City. Yeah. Actually, it's probably a Kirby. Place. They do have in, like a yeah. confectionery themed course in Mario Kart Eight, I think. There's one that's I believe, like yes, yes, there is. There so, definitely is. That's very something. drift heavy. <laughs> that's but, something, but guys. I think it's all connected. It's all connected. You got Omega in first. Mario Kart Ten confirmed. Well, now it's yeah, I know, right? Now it's just free real estate, is what it is. The whole planet's planet's ripe for colonization now. No, it's not. It's just water. (laughs) Nobody's ever going back to Camino. One, it's horrible to get to. It's like in the Rishi maze. Uh, It's you got a. It's a trek to get there on its own. Nobody's ever going back to Camino. It is done. Building stuff in secret. Not okay. Yeah, maybe in or just building a mountain. It's easier than building like pillars hundreds of meters tall and then. It's uh, Seeing nobody's ever going back. Was interesting, and I don't know if you were picking up on this, but the scientist that greeted Nalsei looks a lot like the scientist we see in The Mandalorian. I really do I, think this is this. Do you think that was on purpose? I do. I think, I think the scientist in Mandalorian had like the look of him had some Camino influence on him, just like his uniform was very white and proper and had some like jewelry. And you think that could have been his places. mom? With the bowl cut? I mean, <laughs> Maybe, they both had glasses. I do think they're all from the same school. I think Nalase is starting this new Empire cloning, cloning facility. research facility, and she's going to pioneer the cloning research. Yeah. That I mean, we've mentioned that Bad Batch could be like the little crux of a lot of Star Wars stuff right now. Right. So who right. knows? So I, I, I do, you know, we've talked about cloning and its role in Star Wars and how Bad Batch is ripe for that kind of stuff. And I do think that's a huge part of what they're doing is writing in all this cloning lore into Star Wars so that we can get to Grogu and so we can get to the Emperor attached to a like a fun zone claw (laughs) (laughs) which is where we end up ultimately. That's where all this scientific research ends up. 
Um, yeah, but they, I don't know. I think there's got to be another end game for it because they wrapped that up so fast with no payoff. Well, that, that was the tease can... at the end is she was. No, I mean, episode. in episode nine. Oh, oh. well, you yeah, get... that's why they're doing I all th- this back end stuff. No, <laughs> I think there's got to be a whole nother direction. They're going to go with it, go uh, with the cloning because they're they can't there's no reason to put all of this backstory that exists in legends and exists kind of in the minds of a lot of people because it's how you get there for the payoff to be like half an hour of a movie and they hardly talk about it at all so i think they're going 60 years before we get to um episode nine so there's a lot of time to experiment and make stuff yeah but i think we're going to see something else big develop not just the emperor's like strand casts because Hmm. that was supposed to be a really important thing that they ended really quickly unless he's got more which i think happened in (laughs) legends quite a few times he just he kept coming back right right exactly i think that's so maybe that happens i kind of i mean the emperor is great and all but i hope they do do a different route for some of the bigger crazier bad guys um there's a there's a lot you could do with i mean even if you come up with something new or use some of the other legend stuff there's other um crazy sith stuff there's um like abeloth i think is one which is like a galaxy-wide threat there's the um, like the insect people forgot what they're called there's like a lot you could do so hopefully it's just not with this is i hope this is leading to something that isn't just Hey, the emperor is going to keep coming back every once in a while because that's what we do. So we'll see. We'll see. But, we'll see. Because the cloning, you could do anything with that, you know. So we'll see. Well, they left it very open ended, and that was kind of like the the like plot introduction teaser thing at the end of the show that we got was yeah, not teasy enough. Being welcomed, yeah, not teasy enough. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be teased a little bit more, you know, maybe even give me like a. a a solo-esque mall cameo <laughs> of where we <laughs> where it's the spicers or something like oh these bad badge they're bad guys and then he's <laughs> like I'll take care of them that personally. sounds like it sucks <laughs> yeah, people, fans would be like this is such fan service crap that's why i'm not writing star wars <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, but i don't i don't to, have any better ideas that's why I you leave that. it to the professionals who are willing to do bad not jobs put that fan service in at the end of a season of tv so that they can treat the show hey there's nothing wrong with fan service people rag on fan service if it's done well it's freaking awesome i agree i'm and a fan i want to say it Wars is the place <laughs> right. to do it you know yeah like that people make fun of the vader scene in rogue one that was awesome the if you don't think that's too. awesome shut up yeah that was fun. <laughs> no i'm serious it was awesome, yeah. you don't have to like it that's fine i, I disagree it was fun. i thought it was the you're only you're like the price of admission honestly you don't like it because you're trying to be a contrarian that's all i thought it was cool and i right no not you i'm saying the greater the greater like you people are entitled to their opinions they don't want to tell anyone unless it's unless it's wrong (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but um yeah yeah i agree with you you do run the risk sometimes with star wars to be too tempting to throw all these characters in and i do think they're making an honest attempt to have bad batch 
stand on its own for its own audience that they're targeting as a subsect of the greater Star Wars fandom. Right. Uh, I mean, you you can maybe show Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian because that's the that's the basket you're going to put all your eggs in. That's the one that's become mega popular. No, I see. I think they'll put if the if the plot and episode thematically work for a huge drop. I think they will do it. Yeah, it didn't need it, and it didn't really fit yeah. the the direction they were going yet. Mm-hmm. If they end up trapped in a star destroyer or something in the next season, if they continue following down the cloning path, if they, you know, there's other ways to get to it with whatever story they're trying to tell about um, connecting with people and finding your your way. That could really relate to Ahsoka. So maybe if they get there eventually. It, they, I think there's definitely room for giant characters in the Bad Batch, but the story they were telling in season one did not n- need it. It wasn't. It wouldn't have really fit. Mm-hmm. I think so, it would have been great, but that's you know. Right. So as we wrap it up here, I guess I would say to you, Derek, was this what? was the Bad Batch season one? Was this an incredible show, an okay show, a bad show, or an awful show? <laughs> Okay, so a lot of options. Bad, awful. You know, that's the that's the range. I'm going to give you. I think it was a great show. It was not incredible. It was not good. It was better than good. Mm -hmm. I mean, incredible. What's an incredible show? Like that's that's top tier, a hundred percent. Like that's Star Wars. It's like Mandalorian. (laughs) Uh, Mandalorian season one, I think was an incredible show. Mandalorian is an incredible show. So that's what I would. So I think there was enough episodes. I'm like, well, that was fun. You know, yeah. you know, I, I, I wouldn't say, you know, Clone Wars, I wouldn't even on average, it's probably a great show, maybe yeah. even a good show, because there's a bunch of episodes that really are lame. But yeah, a lot of them, too many episodes. Right, a lot of them are incredible. Most of them are great. And I think the, there's a couple that sucks. So it averages to you know good plus good plus good plus <laughs> i think uh bad batch averages out at a great i think great really is fair obviously i feel about it when more time goes by and i think back on it there's so much i really liked about the show but i just feel like one of my biggest fears about it going in kind of came true where it's like what which was what the, the occasional filler episode not too much happens we kind of it's just this fun adventure story that kind of, you know, teeters out. Well, see, that's not a fear. That's like what the show was, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's just, that's not exactly what a lot of people wanted. So yeah. does that take away from the greatness of the show? Personally, I don't think so. The show, that's not what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, that's I fair. Think, but for yeah. me, there just wasn't anything that happened in it that would make it incredible. I thought it looked and Fair. sounded incredible. I liked the characters quite a bit, but I just think... So what's your story, rating on your uh, on your scale? Great is justifiable, but I may sit more comfortably at good. Good plus? Just you, good. Good plus. Good plus? I, I All consider right. great and good plus to be the same thing. They're close. They're close. Good <laughs> but, plus is closer to a great minus. Yeah, I'm sitting more towards. I'm sitting more towards in the in the good range. Just a solid good. Yeah. Hey, that's that, fine. At the least, it's a solid good. At the least, it's a solid good. Yeah. 
on average, you're saying? Because I do think there were some incredible episodes. Incredible or, episodes? I, th- I really love the show quite a bit. Yeah. I like the show. I like the show. I don't know. I don't mind the the slow burn and the the smaller scale stories and the, just an adventure for the sake of adventure. For leaving you for wanting more, you know, I think that's always a good thing to do when you're building a show and it certainly left me wanting more. Yeah. And, and Hey, I, sometimes cliffhangers are annoying. You know, I, yeah. sometimes I genuinely hate them. You know, I've watched attack on Titan and that show, I almost gave up on that show because I was just furious at the end of the season because I would have to wait so long yeah um other shows too obviously and this ended in like oh this could go a lot of places Ooh, i'm interested but i'm not you know on the edge of my seat ravenous and then have to wait a year and a half so i really you know i enjoy that personally i enjoyed it as well so much to enjoy about star wars and i'm looking forward to season two greatly uh, oh yeah Rick and i are gonna put our thoughts together and kind of take a broader look at all of bad batch and figure out you know come up with more concrete thoughts next week because just i think this week i guess but just because bad batch has has ended does not mean that bad batch tuesday has to end you know we're gonna talk about bad batch for a little bit longer as we wait for visions we got some interesting stuff planned very true we're now guys end of an era in star wars tv uh, end of an era for Star Wars fandom. Bad Batch season one has come to an end, and it's only a short turnaround before we are in Visions territory, and it's I'm excited. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Pretty it's going to be a lot of good stuff coming. I think yeah. I I read um, Obi Wan wrapped recently too. That's exciting. I'm Kenobi. That's, that's got pressure to deliver and be an incredible show. <laughs> we'll I know. I'm it. afraid. I'm afraid. Because mm-hmm. it, like, you want it to be so good, mm-hmm. and nothing so good. The, the hype is too high. Well, we'll see. I don't we'll know. See. The ingredients are there. The potential is there. So we'll. Yeah, but does anybody time. ever do anything the way they should? No. They do sometimes. Mandalorian it, delivered. W- Bad Batch is good enough <sighs> to great. So, Obi Wan show. I know, I know. I'm just afraid because <laughs> I want it to be fair. so good. I want it, and I know my expect expectations are way too high because I'm I Kenobi is like one of my favorite characters. So, and I think it's I mean, a lot. Would you rather never have a Kenobi? No, show see, or- <laughs> no, than a horrible one. Yes, I think I would rather just sit it with what we have. Um, I'm glad they're out there trying to good plus good plus it. they got ian mcgregor yeah. which is honestly the only way you can do it <laughs> you yeah. can't mm-hmm. cast some nobody as obi-wan and expect us to no. be like buying it like that would be scary but the fact that they got him yeah. in, he's so good and i mean i'm excited i'm excited but this is not the kenobi show discussion this is the bad batch discussion and as the sun sets slowly into the west on bad batch and on camino we look back fondly and we say, you know, that was a great show, the good to great show. So much to talk about and speculate on. And we look forward to season two fondly. Yeah. Just uh, watch it if you haven't. Although I don't know why you'd be watching this. You're watching the, yeah, you're watching the finale. So uh, the episode discussion, but yeah, here we are at the end of all things. 
and I'm glad I'm here with you. <laughs> uh, that's a Lord of the Rings reference. But anyway, mm-hmm. we made it to the end. Thank you all so much for listening. Anything else we need to say about the Bad Batch before we wrap up Bad Batch Tuesday on episode 16? No, I think we uh, said a lot about the finale. We did. We and did. we'll get to a little more Bad Batch next time. That's right. Yeah. Gone but not forgotten. We'll be back with more Bad Batch discussions very soon. But until then, guys, check us out on Roger Roger Pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, be sure to let us know your thoughts on the Bad Batch. And uh, until next time, guys. Yeah, see ya. Goodbye. Roger Roger. Roger Roger. Roger Roger. Roger.